Hello and thank you for listening to episode 118 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another one of our Soundcheck interview shows. And in this one I get to chat with Gus G ahead of the release of his album Fearless, which is coming out on April the 20th. Now before we go any further, I want to take this opportunity to thank Judith Fisher from BJF PR. And please give her a follow on Twitter. She is at Judith underscore Fisher. She does the PR for an amazing amount of of great great rock music give her a give her a follow on twitter and just see some of the bands that uh, she does the pr for you'll see some links to some music that you may or may not have heard of but i can guarantee you'll see links to bands that you're definitely going to love uh, and it's thanks to her hard work that i got the chance to have a chat with gus now just to pull the curtain to one side a little bit do another little bit of wizard of oz sort of thing uh, gus was over in london just for one day doing pr for the upcoming album and he got a lot of face-to-face interviews and he was doing some phoners and now judith had originally arranged a time for me it's towards the end of the day Uh, and so i phoned up and of course as you get towards the end of the day the interviews that gus had got booked in one or two minutes on each interview and it's you know it slowly starts to snowball as the day goes on so he was a little bit behind so this ended up i had to phone a couple of times and he was still behind and judith was very apologetic uh, and it got to the point time was get time was getting on poor gus he hadn't eaten all day so i phoned again and he was in the middle of eating a sandwich he'd finished everything for the day in london now fair play to him he could have just gone home he could have just said i'm hungry i've been busy all day goodbye but he stayed behind he had his sandwich and nothing else and he gave me the time to have a chat with him so for that i am really really thank you so thank you to gus as well and uh, now the album that's coming up as well, like I say, when I have the chat with him, it's been my pleasure, thanks to Judith again, that I've listened to this album Fearless a lot of times. A lot of times, very loud. It's, oh, it's such a great rock album. And you've probably heard me say this to, a, well, probably every soundcheck interview guest that I've had of how great the album is. But here's the thing, with these soundcheck interview shows, I want to talk to the people whose work that I love. <laughs> so I doubt you're going to get me having people on the show whose music I think is terrible. So once again, what what a great album. You'll hear what my favourite song is. Please, when you've heard the album, let me know what your favourite song is. Um, and that's and I know, once again, you're sat there going, Dave, shut up. We, we didn't download this to listen to you. We download this to listen to Gus and maybe the hope of a song. So before we get into the chat with Gus... Here's, here's a cracking song for you. It was released on YouTube uh, a few weeks ago, so you can watch the video. The video for it as well, of course, will be linked in on the podcast notes on our website, details of which I'll give you at the end of the show. So before the chat, here's Gus G and Letting Go. Yeah. 
Hey, buddy, what's happening? Hey, Gus. Thank you so much uh, for having a bit of time with me. You must be exhausted after today. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm not too bad. I, um, I'm sorry for cancelling a couple of times, <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, it's no problem. It was just, um, it was just like the minute, like you know, you know how it is. Like if if one guy takes like three or four minutes more, yeah, and then everything falls back, and then um, like I had no time to really not even grab a bite for for the whole day. So I was oh, like, oh wow, I just sat down like for two minutes. And then as soon as I started eating, like, <laughs> the call again, I said, oh, can you please ask if you can call in 10? That would be appreciated. So it's all good, man. You're going to be so happy once we finish talking and that's it. It's all done. <laughs> well, it's not done for me. I mean, I, uh, I have an early wake-up call to Paris uh, tomorrow. Yeah. But, it's, you oh, know, it's, wow. all, it's all good. I'm not, I'm not complaining because I'm, I'm out here to, to talk to you guys and, and well, you know, yeah, talk yeah. about the album. Yeah, cool. I mean, the album, the new album, Fearless, it's out on April um, the 20th. And, of course, you, you've been out promoting that. I've had... Uh, I've been privileged to listen to it. I've been very happy to listen to it for the last week. And I've got to say, it's a great album, Gus. So, you know, congratulations on, on a really solid rock album all the way through, you know, from track to track. Wow, thank you so much, man. It means a lot. Thank you. Uh, one, I, one thing I always do, and I'm sure a lot of people do, and probably you did as well, is, you know, when you listen to a new album and you're trying to pick a favourite track, um, and sometimes, you know, quite often it changes. I've got to say at the moment for me, track three, uh -huh. Don't Don't Tread On Me is my favourite one at the moment. Is there, any, is there any sort of stories behind that in the creation of it or recording or anything? Yeah. Yeah, actually, there is a quite interesting story about it. Um, uh, I wrote that song with Ozzy, actually, years ago on the road. Um, I mean, the music came from me, and he had a different vocal line over that. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, we never got to do another album. So once you know we parted ways last year, I was like, well, this is a... Um, you know, this is a track that I always wanted to do something with, and um, I, I was keeping it, I was say, stashing it for Halsey, but now I want to do something with it. So, uh, you know, I took the music. I, I already had the riffs and the arrangement, so I sent it to Dennis Ward because me and him co-wrote everything. Yeah. And he did the, the lyrics and the melody for Don't Tread On Me. And of course, Den no, you know, Dennis Ward, if people don't know, he's the vocalist and the bassist on the album. Uh, you know, he's, he produced the, the Firewind album, Immortals, as well. Is it is it good that way that you, you're working with somebody that you've got that close working relationship with, or? You know? Well, I was looking for that. I was looking for that songwriting partner for many years. Usually, I would have the singer in the band, um, but when Henning came in, Henning wasn't much of a writer, mm. um, so I was looking for somebody to. And I'm not good with lyrics. I'm you know I throw in ideas and I, I I'm good with titles and concepts and stuff, but I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna put pen to paper and write like mm -hmm. killer lyrics so and also same thing with vocal melodies i have ideas here and there and opinions but i know what i like but i'm not the guy who creates that stuff i'm <clears throat> i'm more about the riffs the musical part of it you know the the arrangements the production um so it was good to have a, a solid team partner really to um you know, because it's easy. Me and Dennis, we started writing songs. It's so easy. I would send him the music, and he would send me back the vocal lines. But it was just, it just went really smooth like that. And how long has this album taken yeah. from, you know, from the very beginning to, to almost coming out now? Actually, we wrote very sporadically. We didn't sit down and write in one month or two months. We would do it track by track, really. Um, because I was also on tour last year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, I mean, we, we put out the Immortals record with Firewind and went straight on tour in February. And then uh, in March, I had some days at home. So we would write some stuff. And then I went to Japan and then came back. And then I had like about a month I had at home. And then we wrote some stuff then. Then I went back out on tour and then came back and then we wrote some stuff over the summer. So it went like that. So I would say we started writing in last March 2017 and finished up in August, September. Yeah, Um, yeah, something like that. And like you said, you were always so busy. I mean, I can't believe, you know, the amount of, of product that you put out and you were always on the go. I mean, what's the difference when you know, you're writing stuff for this album and you're writing stuff for the Firewinter album? Uh, do you have to put, like, two different heads on when you're writing for, you know, different projects like that? Sort of. Sort of. I mean, Firewind now, obviously, after creating the solo project, it really became clear to me what Firewind should be all about. And, and that's why when we set out to do the Immortals record, it was... You know, we 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 set out to do a concept record, and we wanted it to be very power metal, very epic. You know, <laughs> we wanted to turn up turn it up a notch on all aspects when it yeah. comes to making a power metal record. Um, so that's what that was all about. Whereas <clears throat> when time comes to do a solo record, then I I get to to just be a bit more in my, just me and myself, you know, on, on my guitar world, on my guitar corner and just doing my thing. If I want to play some hard rock stuff, I do it. If I want to play some bluesier stuff, I do it. If I want to, you know, shred and play instrumentals, I do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's, that's what it's about. Because I know people are always asking you as well to put, you know, instrumentals on, and you've done that on this album as well, haven't you? you you've got the instrumentals on. I finally did it, yeah. Yeah, everybody was like, you should do it more, you should do it more. So I did it, yeah. <laughs> and I know that Frampton Comes Alive is like an inspirational album for you, uh, you know, as you, as you were growing up. What's what's it feel yeah. What's it feel like now, you know, there's, there's kids out there with guitars, and you're the inspiration to them. What does that feel like? Yeah, it's always... Uh crazy when somebody tells me that you know that i've inspired in some way it's um it's very flattering of course you know it's very flattering uh, and it makes me happy because uh, i guess it's it the torch keeps being passed on to other generations Mm -hmm. uh so it's good you know i'm I'm always happy when i see a kid picking up the guitar or somebody who's practicing and is you know influenced by me or other players and they just trying to set goals in the, for their playing and their music. So that's, to me, it's, 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 it gives me joy. What do you think it is about rock music that, you know, the longevity of it, that new fans just keep coming in and all new bands are coming up and putting their little spin, or, you know, on the classic rock of 70s, 80s and beyond? Yeah, like I said, it's just something that just keeps being passed on onto generations, you know, like... Almost like a you know like a like a family thing. Somebody will turn you on, like either your father or somebody or your cousin, or a classmate or a friend, and um, yeah, I guess it keeps being being passed on. Because it was so your, it's a wonderful feeling. It was your father, wasn't it, that got you into music? Because he listened to rock music as well, didn't he? You know, my father was primarily into Greek music, but he liked you know, and in his youth, he listened to some rock, not nothing too heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but he was—he would turn me—he turned me on to the Beatles and Pink Floyd and Santana and you know Frampton and Eagles and stuff like that. He had a few—he only had knowledge of a few um, artists or bands at the, at the time. But uh, he, uh, yeah, he made sure to, to uh, turn me on to those sounds. 
And I mean, I would hear also Greek music around the house a lot, and I knew I didn't like that. But when he played me the rock stuff, I, <laughs> it immediately caught my attention. You know, I was like, "Whoa, I like this sound better." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. What growing up in Greece as well? What was the music scene like there at that time? Was it was it what, the much rock music for you to latch on to? You know what? Well, here's the thing: when when I was like a teenager, I mean, there wasn't. I mean, I didn't hear of anybody really. It was like unheard of a band having a international record deal. You know, like having being released outside of Greece. Yeah. Uh, and I remember a friend of mine, Marios, who with later I ended up forming a death metal band called Night Rage. Um, he was from my town. He was a great guitar player. And we had the same guitar teacher, and he had a, a death metal band called Exhumation, and they had like a deal with a small Danish company and getting released uh, like Europe, in Europe, and that was like unheard of, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I really looked up to those guys and ended up becoming friends with Marius. And later on, actually, like I said, me and him formed a band called Night Rage, and he still has that band. I did two records with him, but. <clears throat> You know, it's, it was different time back then. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the mid '90s, late '90s, I couldn't find anybody to play with, really. Um, so I, I, I bought a drum machine and a four track, and I started making my own demos in my room. <laughs> well, that certainly worked out okay, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got their own. Like I said, and I tell that a lot to people a lot of thing, a lot of times that. You know, everybody has their own story, their own path. You know, yeah. doesn't, what worked out for me and the way it worked out for me doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so okay, so I never really got to grow up with three, two or three pals and out of the same city and build a band, you know, make a band. I, I found those guys later on in my career. I started out with a drum machine and exchanging files with somebody in America or something. <laughs> So what you know? That's that's a different thing, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, it's it was the, the purpose was one though to create music, you know. And uh, so yeah, when people ask me, so how does it work when somebody's here and then you're there and then how do you guys rehearse? I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know. If you if you want to make it work, you'll make it work. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And what what new bands are you listening to at the moment? I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of new stuff. I mean, I do, but I, I don't. I don't have any favorite stuff that I go back and notice really. Um, nothing really that's stuck out. Yeah. I always go back for inspiration. I always go back to the, to the classics, you know, little Gary Moore or um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Schenker and stuff like that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good talent out there. There's a lot of great stuff, a lot of great guitar players, a lot of, a lot of great records are being put out. Um, I don't know. New Judas Priest pretty kick-ass. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a great album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? The, the new album by Europe was pretty cool. came mm-hmm. out earlier this year. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think. But again, it's great, isn't what it? What else? You know, you know, the two bands that you mentioned, you know, are still going after all these years, you know, and doing so well as well. It, it just... Yeah, I mean, Europe even won a Swedish Grammy, finally, <laughs> in their country <laughs> after all these years. I saw John, the bass player, I, said, I saw him a couple of months ago. He said, well, we won a Grammy. I said, I think you probably had like six or seven of those. He said, no, we never got any Grammys, oh, wow. Swedish Grammys, like not even with a final countdown. Oh, my God. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it is, if you think about it. I mean, those guys, they had to 
get to where they are now to get a, acknowledged yeah. like, like that in their country. That's crazy. That really is crazy. Yeah. I've, I've got to ask you, and I'm sure, you know, you've had a day of answering questions. I'm sure that this has been one of the most asked questions, but you're in the UK, and I've got to ask, any plans coming over here? Can, you know, all UK fans get to see you anytime soon? Well, I really want to, you know, I, I really want to make it happen. Actually, we've been talking with my agent. They want to they want to get me here on a UK tour this fall. So I, I'm just waiting to find out, the, you know, what the logistics are and what the, like, what the details of those things are so we can hopefully get the show on the road because I, I know, you know, I obviously I have a really good relationship with a UK audience. Mm-hmm. I've been coming here for years touring, so I would really like to come back and do another solo tour here. Yeah, oh, that would be good. You know, you, you've got a lot of people over here that would love to see you. You really have, so hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. Let's hope so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I started this by saying I know you're a busy guy and I, I know that you'll want to finally end this really long day. So I want to thank you so much for giving me your time tonight. I wish you every success oh, with, the, you, with the album. It is a, a really, really good album. And hopefully you do get over to the UK and I'll, I'll get to meet you in person because that would be great too. Thank you so much. Where, uh, where are you at? Which, which part? North Wales. We're in North Wales. So if you do get oh, over here, God. yeah, we're near the, you know, if you get to the uh, Hard Rock Hell Festival up here. Uh, Man, I've, I always, I always, we always leave Wales out and people, I know we have fans there and people are getting pissed off. It's like, we probably never get any <laughs> offers in. That's why it's not like we don't want to come and play there. I mean, the last time was in 2012 that Firewind played in Wales. Um, so it's been quite a while. I, um, You're definitely over to <laughs> yeah 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 we have to come back so hopefully soon yeah well if, if you do gus i'll be there fantastic thank you man all right thanks a lot gus all right thank you very much you too have bye a bye. good night bye okay bye bye and the alarm bell as always brings to an end another show like i said at the beginning a huge thank you to gus for staying on and giving me the time to have a chat with him uh, he must have been knackered by then all day talking away and then like you heard you know he's got an early flight the next day to Paris as well Uh, and once again another thank you to Judith for arranging that so I said if you wanted to see the video uh, if you go to our website which is 60minuteswith.co.uk the podcast notes are on there as well as reviews and news everything you want uh, is on that website you can follow us on twitter and on instagram which is at 60 minutes with both of those of course with the numerical 60 not the alphabetical one And that's it. The end of another Soundcheck interview show. Who am I going to be talking to next? Well, you'll just have to uh, keep listening and find out. So to end the show, I'm going to play another song, of course, from the upcoming album. The lyric video for this was put onto YouTube just a few days ago. And it's Gus G and Mr. Manson. (laughs) 